Welcome back, boys and girls. It is week 15, week 15 of the college football season, week 15 of the Carla and Crappy Show. I am Crappy. I'm in Pittsburgh. That is Carla. Uh, she's down in Nashville. Hi, Carla. Hi. It's cold here, too. So, um, I did it, it actually, yeah, I did it, been it, wearing jackets and socks and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, yep. I'm finally, I'm, coming to grips with the fact that 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 is an actual thing even though i don't have to leave the house very often um that also true yeah gotta gotta start gotta start wearing socks (laughs) yeah yeah it's i went downstairs to refill to refill my my beverage glass um and um the the thermometer for outside was blinking which it does when it gets close to 32 so Ah! um, so so we're yeah it's just like a freeze warning thing there it's like if you have anything outside you should go bring it in um That's so, a, so yeah, so it's, smart. it's getting kind of chilly, although okay. it's going to be like 65 on Thursday. So I can't complain no, too much. I don't need to, I don't need to hear that. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's nice as you get warnings like that. I have a warning. I, I for a couple of times, different times this season, I've, um, uh, circumstances have made it necessary for me to record a, a, a quick extra intro thing, just like a disclaimer. Um, a game that we talked about is no longer happening and we're really sorry and it's 2020 and blah, 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 blah. I think before we, we get too far into this week, I think we should just start this show with a disclaimer. I think <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> we, we've been trying, we've been planning um, at, at, at least two games that we were going to talk about this weekend have already been called off. And that yeah. was before we even taped. So I think, a, I mean, a disclaimer for, for this week could sound, uh, it could be, it could be something, um, it's something like this, um, uh, uh, boys and girls, it is 2020. Um, we've all learned to have a, a certain amount of flexibility. Uh, and with this, uh, week 15 of the college football season approaching, it seems apparent that much of what we're going to talk about on Tuesday night could be wrong even by Wednesday morning, much less by the time you guys get this podcast on Thursday. Carla and Crappy apologize in advance for whatever errors happen because there are going to be many of them. <laughs> um, how's that sound? Does that, does that work? That's that's good. That sounds that sounds even slightly official. I like it. Okay, okay. Good. Um, uh, I I think that cover AJ covers AJ too because you know he's. Uh, you know, he's, he's in the, in the same boat, I think. So, um, whatever he ends up talking about, that could be, that could be completely wrong by the time you're listening to this, this weekend. So, uh, we have a, we have a different approach to deal with this, um, which you guys will, will see in a little bit, um, before we talk about this weekend, uh, as we do, we look back to last weekend. I know you didn't get to watch much until kind of late on Saturday. Um, did, what did uh, week 14, um, what, what part of week 14 made an impression on you? Yeah, this is, so this is disclaimer for me as well. Um, happy finals week. Um, so, so things are a little crazy down here. Um, so I have not had much, I did not watch nearly as much football as I had hoped on Saturday because mm-hmm. I had a whole bunch of papers to grade. Um, that being said, the two things that kind of caught my attention is, you know, I don't pat myself on the back much. Um, but, you but, I, but I called two things last week on the show when when the rest of the show kind of went to hell um there there were two things that i said that i felt pretty strongly about um but just kind of mentioned them in passing and i was absolutely right on both of them and so i'm going to take the credit for it right now please do um 
So the first thing is, is that um, I made a comment at the end of the show about how let's find out if the original Stanford postulate holds. If you remember, we talked about the transitive property of the Stanford postulate earlier this season, yes. which worked for like one week. And then it was like, no, Mississippi State's just not that good. Right. Um, Stanford beat Washington. And that was a game that they should not have won. So the Stanford sure. postulate holds at least for this time being in, in 2020. And if it holds, they should win again this week because gosh, I wish I could. Oh, they're playing Oregon state. Um, and Oregon state has a win over Oregon. Yes. Um, I don't know if that's truly a Stanford postulate situation, but I'm going to go ahead and say if Stanford beats Oregon state, that's going to be two weeks in a row that postulate holds. So, okay. Um, so yes, Stanford I, postulate held. Yeah. Yes. You got to take I, your wins where you can in 2020. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, but the more important one was that I, I raised, I scratched my, my head quite a bit last week when we went over the rankings, the new playoff rankings, that Oklahoma State had risen like seven spots after beating Texas Tech. And I said, that's a little odd. Yes. Um, and raised a red flag and said, they got to play DCU this week. And that's a game they can lose. And guess what? They did. <laughs> um, horny toads strike again. Um, I don't know what it is about TCU and Oklahoma State. Like TCU has Oklahoma State's number. Like that's been a thing for mm -hmm. a while now. Um, and it held again this weekend. And so Oklahoma State enjoyed this, you know, short-lived um, stint in the top 20, dropping all the way back down to number 22 this week, which is oh, where they should have stayed too bad. to begin yes. with. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I got two things right and I didn't even see them happen. Okay. I, I, you absolutely should get credit for both of those. Um, uh, I, I, I will take credit for one thing, and that is um, uh, uh, Coastal absolutely had a home field advantage uh, yes. in, the, in the BYU game last weekend. That, I loved everything about that game. Um, mm -hmm. It was uh, game day was there. There managed to be energy in, in spite of the fact that you know you can't have the, the the big crowds of people that you that usually would in in, in normal years. Um, they had a good number of people in the stands. I, I wish that it wasn't so cringy looking at the big <laughs> the numbers of people in the stands who didn't have masks on. But, but, but that that whole thing. I mean, the 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 the, the energy in in and on that campus and in that stadium was palpable, um, and it made that game a lot of fun. Uh, that game was also a lot of fun because it was a great game, yeah. um, and and you know, Coastal clearly felt disrespected um, that the stuff about them uh, going after BYU's quarterback for that uh, after the interception, right at the end of the, the, the first half. Um, that's kind of outside the bounds of what college football should be, but, but you get it right. Um, you, you know, you, you get why, why, why those guys feel like they should, they, they needed to do that. Um, it just had this whole thing of uh, and AJ mentioned this in, in his his segment last week um you know do a do a a, a a random big 10 ACC challenge like I was just watching on TV earlier tonight um for football and stick them in a bye week in the middle of the game or leave rooms for pickup games um that which is something <laughs> that might be very real for me coming up next weekend I'm not sure um <laughs> So AJ was AJ was AJ is dead on about that the, that the whole energy of that game and the fact that it came together so quickly uh, it, it, that made that an awesome experience and I'm glad I, I got to watch it glad it got played um, uh, easily one of the one of the best games of the year. Speaking, well, and it's interesting. Yes, well, I say before we go to AJ, one of the yes. one of the um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting because I didn't get to see that game, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but as I was watching some stuff at, at night and I, and I saw a couple of halftime shows, um, 
the number of people who are who uh, um, analysts even not just like random fans like these yeah. are these are television analysts who are saying that the committee should give very serious thought to coastal even possibly higher than Cincinnati because if you put their schedules side by each you can argue that coastal yep. has a stronger strength of schedule yes, at this can. point yes, um, and Cincinnati again another canceled again this week um, mm-hmm. you know I I, I I love that. I love that philosophy. I mm-hmm. we've we've been go chickens all year. That Coastal Carolina is the team that 2020 needs. Yes. Um, yeah, I I'm kind of on board. Um, if, if Cincinnati's <laughs> not gonna keep playing football, um, and Coastal is, and um, and they're playing well, um, it's 2020. Give them yeah. a shot. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Oh, wait. I I have reasons why not. We'll get to that. We'll get. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, AJ, uh, I want to I hear if AJ has any other good ideas, like uh, like a pickup games in the middle of the season. Um, AJ, go. Good evening, everybody. It is your group of five report for this, the last official week, kind of, of the college football season prior to conference championship weekend. We'll have plenty to get through next week. Uh, we're going to start on Friday night. Uh, with not so much a group of five game, but a game that is near and dear to my heart. At 7 p.m. on ESPN, we have Arizona State traveling just just a bit over to Arizona for the Territorial Cup. Both teams have yet to win this year. This is the last game of the season for both of these teams. Arizona State 0-2. Arizona is 0-4. Uh, neither of these teams are very good, really, at all. However, this is an incredibly fun rivalry. Um, Arizona State people don't really like Arizona people. Arizona people don't like Arizona State people. Uh, Arizona State's favored by 11 and a half, and everyone that I've seen who is an Arizona State fan has laughed at that line and said, give me the 11, let me get Arizona plus 11 and a half. Um, this game will end in a very, very dumb manner, like 13 to 9, uh, or maybe Kevin Sumlin and Herm Edwards can put together like an 11 to 5 masterpiece. Um, this game's going to be bad, but you should watch it anyways because it's a rivalry game. At 10 p.m., though, this might be low key the G5 game of the week on CBSSN. That is the uh, CBS Sports Network Network of Champions. Uh, Nevada, 6 and 1, going to San Jose State. Uh, except they're playing this in Las Vegas at the OG Sam Boyd Stadium. Um, hey, San Jose State's still 5-0. Nevada is 6-1. These are two very, very good teams. Uh, Nevada's only loss uh, is to Hawaii on the Big Island. That gives them more power, I'm pretty sure. Um, both teams are very good. Uh, this should actually be a very good game. It kicks off at 10 p.m., so you know it's going to be good. It's after dark. Mountain West after dark on a Friday night. Let's go. Um, moving into Saturday, probably the best MAC game of the week, Western Michigan at Ball State. Ball, favor- Ball State favored by 2.5 over under 68.5. Um, both teams have looked strong this year. Um, Western Michigan's only loss was last week to Eastern Michigan, which – that's just Weibowee week. And Ball State's only loss was the first game of the season down the touchdown to Miami of Ohio. So there's been a lot of capability here. Neither team plays defense all that well. It's just one of those things that they don't do. I mean, why would you? Both teams are allowing over 400 yards of total offense, both letting a ton of passing yards go. 
And both teams have fairly prolific offenses, so they should be pointsy and dumb. Just the way I like my Mac games. Uh, let's move a little bit forward ahead in the week or in the weekend. Uh, let's go see our good friends at Memphis. Memphis, what happened? You had you needed to beat Tulane. You didn't. Uh, Tulsa's game got canceled because they were like, hey, we don't need to do this. Um, so, dang, Memphis, you had it. You let it slip. Tulane came out and beat them. Pretty good, actually. Uh, Memphis and Houston in Memphis. Houston's favored by five, over under 62 and a half. It's pointsy as all get out. I don't foresee this game being terribly strong. Miss, uh, Memphis is giving up 450 yards a game on defense. Uh, their points per game is 31.8. Their points allowed is 30. Uh, Houston's points per game, 33.2. Points allowed, 33. So, yeah. <clears throat> Both teams put up points. Both teams give up a ton of points. Again, dumb and pointsy, like I like my American games. Uh, let's keep going down the list. Uh, probably the best uh, G5 game on Saturday, 6 p.m. ESPN3, because God forbid we put this on a regular channel. We really needed to put ESPN, or ESPN really needed to show LSU Florida in that bloodbath and not Appalachian State going to Statesboro to play Georgia Southern. Um Georgia Southern had, and both of these teams had pretty promising years to start. Uh, Georgia Southern started the year, they took a loss to a very, very good Louisiana team by two. They beat the break, or they, they struggled with ULM, then they beat UMass, then they lost, like everybody else does, to the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. And they just have had like a really up and down year. They just haven't really gotten it together. And it's really sad because I think Georgia Southern is actually a very, very good team. They just have not put together a very good season. Uh, App State, again, they're the perennial favorites in the Sun Belt. They took the early loss to Marshall in what was a like early G5 game of the year. And then they proceeded to run through the rest of their schedule and everything was great. Then they played Coastal. And lost by t- almost two touchdowns, came back to beat Troy, and then lost to Louisiana last week. I mean, App State's had a pretty good year, but they lost to the very, very best G5 teams. So I expect them to take out a little bit of that frustration on Georgia Southern. Um, and then finally, uh, we'll take it all the way to 10 p.m. San Diego State at BYU. <clears throat> Cougs. You should be deeply applauded for everything that you did for football on Saturday. Uh, taking a game anytime, any place, anywhere. You scheduled that game like Thursday morning. You told the equipment truck to drive towards the Carolinas. That was literally what the equipment truck driver got. And so we end up with BYU playing at Coastal. Um, that game was amazing. And if you didn't watch it, go back and watch the full game again. It was just haymakers back and forth. San Diego State, though, big yikes. You guys started strong, just beating UNLV, Utah State. You lost to San Jose State, came back, beat the brakes off Hawaii, which kind of was like, okay, maybe San Jose State's really, really good. Lost a close one to Nevada. Then you lost by 10 to Colorado last week, came back and beat Colorado State up pretty good. It's not looking good for you against BYU. BYU is going to be in a mood. 
a not good one too. Um, BYU is favored by 16 and a half for a reason. I expect BYU to do that, but uh, maybe San Jose, maybe San Diego State can make this one close. Who knows? And finally, because this is the Group of Five report and I love Hawaii, UNLV travels to the Big Island to play Hawaii. That game is on Spectrum Pay-Per-View. And the Team One Sports app, if you're looking for it, Hawaii's favored by 20, over-unders 57. Just throw the dang ball, Shevin Cadrero. We like you a lot. Uh, this has been your Group of Five report. We'll be, we'll be back next week with uh, our conference championship week. And we'll see kind of sort of where everything sorts out. Uh, put Coastal in the playoffs. Thanks. Thank you, AJ. Um, okay. We, uh, as we, we struggled with this week's games. Um, and, 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 and seriously, games that we were going to talk about, you mentioned Cincinnati getting canceled. Uh, that was one of them. I, it, it's just this weekend felt weird. I mean, there's some rivalry games, but not, um, it, you know, Army Navy is usually has a, 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 a D1 football to themselves on this weekend. Yeah. Um, so, or, you know, or we're watching, you know, like D2 playoffs on the TV, which, which is fine. That's, that's, that stuff's a lot of fun. Um, so in lieu of trying to pick meaningful games, and generally there aren't many of them this weekend, mm. we decided to pick every single game that involves the top 25 team. And I don't know, Carly, you suggested this is uh, Advent. Uh, something yes. like the, the, the uh, college football advent. I was the advent uh, this, calendar. Yeah. yeah because this, you know, an advent calendar, like you go buy them and they yeah, have yeah. like chocolates or cheeses and in them and you open a door and you mm-hmm. see what's inside. I kind of felt like that's what we're doing. Um, open a door, see what's inside. And there might be a game. There might not be a game. There we might. don't know. Um, ah. Ah. <laughs> but, but here we go. <laughs> I, so the thing that, 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 that got me and obviously there are, there are more, although we lost a couple, I haven't counted the new total. So I we might be down to close to 12. I was thinking like the, the 12 games of Christmas. That was, that was the thing that got stuck in my brain on the, you know, on the, on the first day of Christmas. Yeah. College except, football game to me. Utah at the, 21 Colorado. Colorado. Which, which could be good, except for the fact that if, if you're going to be theologically accurate, the 12 days of Christmas start on Christmas day. So <sighs> It's the advent calendar. We Sorry, when, that's a when thing. Have we, when, why, when have we been so concerned about accuracy? I don't, especially on this show. Accuracy, good point. Theological accuracy is kind of my other job. So. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Okay. So we'll, we'll I mean. Um, Hi, fellowship friends. Because <laughs> I know I have some that listen. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, okay, we'll, we'll figure out, we're, we're, we will figure out a theme for this. Um, either way, you guys get the idea. Uh, we have a lot of games to go through and we're going to do that right now. Um, uh, we're going to keep these brief. Uh, don't make me bring it, break out the bells over there. Yeah, it's, it's within reach so I can get okay. it if we need it, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't think we're going to need it. Um, ready? Yep. Let's do yep. this. Everybody take a deep breath. Uh, starting on Friday, our only Friday game, Utah at 21 Colorado. Um, matchup to watch here is Utah's rush defense, which is number one right now in the Pac-12 against Colorado running back Jack Bruce, Jarek Broussard, sorry, excuse me, um, Jarek Broussard, and the number one rush offense in the Pac-12. Strength on strength. This could be a fun game. I'll take the buffs at home. 
Uh, I, I like Buffalo. They've, they have a quietly put together a, a, a really nice little season, um, as good as you can get in 21. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna handle Utah at home. Uh, we move to Saturday, and we're, we're just going in chronological order, order guys. So um, uh, first up, number one, Alabama at Arkansas. Roll Tide, next. Uh, I said the Tide rolls and then has pulled pork for dinner. <laughs> next up, a moment of silence, please. The Ohio State-Michigan game will not be played for the first time since 1917. Okay, thank you. Um, next, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about that one. Number nine, Georgia at number twenty-five, Missouri. Um, okay. okay, so this game is at noon Eastern on the SEC Network, and my notes here say, "Oh, come on!" For crying out loud, two ranked SEC teams, and they got the Jefferson Pilot slot. <laughs> I mean, really? So this actually could be one of the better games of the day, to be honest. Mm. Um, Missouri's run four of five. Um, and both of these teams got crushed by Florida in consecutive weeks. Um, Georgia's defense is, is still good. They're still yes. the number three rush defense in the nation. I think that's the difference in this game. I like the dogs on the road. Okay. I, I still kind of think Georgia is overrated in this spot, but um, I, I, I think especially with the defense, they have enough to handle Missouri and, and, and shut down that streakish thing that they have going on. Next, 11, Oklahoma at West Virginia. The Big 12 is wacky, yes. and this game is in Morgantown. Could it get this wacky? Mm. Um, West Virginia has the best passing defense in the conference. Mm -hmm. Going up against Spencer Rattler and a pretty high, you know, the, Oklahoma's Sooners, bread and Sooners butter. Th Sooners throw the ball. The Sooners throw the ball quite a bit. Um, but here's the thing. West Virginia got torched last week on the ground by Iowa State. Yes. So if Oklahoma can – Oklahoma's key to winning this game. They need to run the football. But TJ Pledger hasn't had a 100-yard game since late, late October. Um, right? Oklahoma wins this game on the road, but West Virginia covers. Mm, okay. Um, Carla, what happened the last time Oklahoma had to face a tough defense on the road? Uh, they got beat. They lost to Iowa State 37-30. What happens when Oklahoma visits WVU and its tough defense on Saturday? <gasps> The same thing. WVU We're burning couches. Wins. WVU wins. Illinois at number 14 Northwestern. Rivalry game, Carla? Yes, um, but the Illinois defense is just not good, um, especially by Big Ten standards. So I, Northwestern's got its ticket punched to Indianapolis. Um, go enjoy this one, Wildcats. Um, I, I, Illinois is improving under Lovey uh, slowly, but that's a that's a better team than it was a few years ago. Um, Northwestern is is having, uh, in spite of a couple of hiccups, is having a solid season. Um, it, 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 there could be trouble if they're looking ahead, uh, but I don't think they will be. That's not characteristic for that team. Uh, Northwestern should win this one. Number thirteen, Coastal Carolina at Troy. Carla, I I said, what? what? Maybe Coastal should just appear in Columbus this weekend. I love that idea. Yeah. I, I, I mean, because, because let's be real here. First of all, this game is on ESPN+. Plus. Can we freaking put this game on TV? Yeah, make, um, your, make this put those on TV. Come on. I mean, everybody, the, oh, Coastal Carolina is the team that we all need this year. Um, and here's the thing. MTSU beat Troy. Hmm? Coastal is going to finish their perfect season. Go chickens. Coastal Coasts. That's my notes. That's my notes for that one. Number uh, 17, UNC at 10, Miami. I, 
actual good game and and yes. uh, maybe like the only one on the schedule this week i think georgia mizzou could be better than everybody yeah, thinks it's gonna okay, be for, okay. for at least a while um but no here i this stunned me when i was looking up information for this game yeah. miami hasn't played a home game in seven weeks I don't even know how that's possible, but wow. I think they, I, but I think they had some games canceled and some games mm. rescheduled and, and they've been on the road. They have not played at hard rock in seven weeks and the Canes flat out have more to play for in mm -hmm. this game um, because they're still technically in the mix for an orange bowl berth. Yes. If, if both Clemson and, and Notre Dame get into the playoff, Miami would take that spot and, mm -hmm. and get a spot into the orange bowl. Um, However, Carolina's offense, as we found out, is no joke. Um, Correct. I mean, that's a prolific offense. Sam Howell has 3,100 yards passing and 26 touchdowns. Um, if he's not in the Heisman conversation, he needs to be um, because those are just absolutely ridiculous numbers. Um, for Take the over mm -hmm. um, because this game's going to be really high scoring, could be really fun. I just think Miami has too much – Miami's got too much on the line here. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to be ready to play this game. And I think the Canes win at home. I, I, I think uh, the, the, the talent level, uh, in spite of the, the prolific offense uh, in, in Chapel Hill, uh, the talent level uh, at Miami is just a bit better. Um, that plus being at home, this is a, this is a, a, a win for Miami. Um, Asterisks for this game. We'll and and uh, we'll get we'll get to that. I keep saying this. Uh, Purdue at number twelve, Indiana. Carla, I'm going to stop picking against Indiana. I we we talk about Indiana yeah. every week, and every week I come up with an excuse as to well, this might be the week that we stop talking about. Nope, I'm just going to stop. Like they have a, they have a new quarterback. Didn't matter. Um, they they just keep winning football games. So Hoosiers. It's not. It's not just Michael Penix. Um, Indiana's for real, and this should be – I mean, it's a rivalry game. You, you never know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this should be a fairly easy win for the Hoosiers, given, given what we've seen so far this year. As Wisconsin, Yes. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Wisconsin at number 16, Iowa, for the Heartland Trophy. Yeah, again, put this game on TV. There are no TV listings for this game. Um, this is big boy football, right? Yes. This is like traditional big boy, big 10 or big 10 football. Iowa started 0 and 2. They've now won five straight. Mm -hmm. um, Iowa has a much more balanced offense. Um, plus a dead, a, a dead head at quarterback. Plus a dead head at quarterback, but both quarterbacks have propensities to throw interceptions. So this game could get real interesting real fast. A dead headed um, quarterback, I think, would might have that makes issues. sense. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. But we didn't expect that from Graham Mertz, and and we said that was going to be the potential problem against against uh, Indiana, and it wasn't necessarily interceptions, but it was turnovers. I mean, that really Indiana's defense again. Um, so both these quarterbacks like to throw to the other team. Um, the Badgers have a really, really good rush defense. Um, so, so Iowa's going to have to be able to throw the ball. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Wisconsin's had enough, and they're going to pull off an upset here. And I don't know how or why, but that's just a gut pick in my in, in, from me. I just, it just feels like this is prime for a Wisconsin upset. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I am with you. Actually, uh, uh, the the Heartland Trophy is a brass bowl. It's not nearly as cool as Floyd of Rosedale. Um, although I'm not sure that game's going to get played. Uh, the Badgers, um, they hold the Heartland Trophy. And my, my, my feeling is that they will retain it this year. Um, next up, we have number 20, Texas at Kansas. 
Carla? Weird things happen in the Big 12. We've talked about this already, but I, and, and there's some crazy stuff happening in Texas right now mm-hmm. um, with, with coaching talk and Urban Meyer, and it's just absolutely bonkers, but it's Texas. What else would you expect at this point? Right. Um, I don't think things are going to get this bonkers. Texas wins. I have no notes for this game. Texas is, I just, I just don't. Like nothing. No. Yeah. LSU at number six, Florida. Um, Gators offense still humming. Um, and, and Tigers are, uh, are, are reeling after getting stomped by Bama at home. Um, talk about a brutal schedule for those Tigers. Um, Alabama at home and then on the road at the swamp. Um, yeah, Gators win this one. LSU could, could score 35 or 40 points in this game. Florida might score 70. So, yeah, there you go. Number 22, Oklahoma State at Baylor. Baylor hung with it, with Oklahoma last week. I, that was one of the games that I caught part of. Um, and Baylor's been, like, so close all season. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've lost two games by one point. Um, a couple of, of, of the other games were within one possession. I mean, it's just crazy how close Baylor has come to actually having a really good season this year. Um, my problem is here is that I just – I don't know if the defense can slow down Oklahoma State enough. And Baylor flat out doesn't have a run game, and we saw that last week against Oklahoma. So right. I think Oklahoma State wins this game. Okay. Um, it's been a while since Baylor was good, although they're, they are taking steps this year. Um, it's been a while as in a month or six weeks since, since we thought Oklahoma state was good. Um, I, but I, I think that difference is, is, is enough. Um, this, uh, the Cowboys will win on the road, but that's a, that, I think that looks like a fairly tight game. Uh, number 15 USC at, UC, clap, clap, LA, clap, clap. clap what clap. do you think? Um, UCLA is better than its record. Yes. Um, I mean, they've, they've lost two, again, they've lost two one-score games um, at Oregon and at Colorado. Those are nothing to be ashamed of when both those teams, you know, Oregon was ranked and Colorado is ranked. Um, comparison, because we have direct competition, like the mutual opponents here, right? Mm-hmm. So UCLA beat Arizona State by seven. USC beat Arizona State by three. UCLA beat mm. Arizona by 17. USC beat Arizona by one. Mm, mm, mm. I see where you're going here. Bruins win. Chip Kelly is, is building something that, that should look familiar and, and perhaps a little frightening to, to the folks on the West Coast. Um, and he's going to get his second win in this rivalry on Saturday. Uh, Bruins win this one. San Diego State at number 18, BYU. Kella, do, 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 do Mormons get angry? I, I wrote that down. The, the BYU might have a chip on its shoulder. Um, I, I think that's possible after after last week. I mean, they 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 did the, the nice thing and said, yeah, we'll fly all the way across the country and play. And then they lost. And I don't think that's what they were expecting. Um, no, so, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure BYU, BYU would have taken that game thinking that they, they had a possibility of losing that game. I think they went into that game maybe with a little bit of too much confidence, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, matchup here to watch, and since I started this, this section with matchup to watch, I'm ending it with matchup to watch. Okay. Um, 
BYU running back Dax Milne against the top rush defense in the uh, Mountain West. That should be a really entertaining matchup to see if BYU can get its ground game going against a really, really good rush defense. I, I think the Cougars are, are, are ready to make a statement um, after having a little bit. I don't know if I caught national spotlight last week because the game was on ESPNU, but with game day there and, and all of that and the hype around that game, um, I think they're ready to come back and make a statement and to cut, to beat a, a a decent San Diego state team um, would be a nice way to rebound from that. So I'm going to say the Cougars get this win at home. Okay. Um, we have one more game to talk about uh, and, and we're not going to gloss over this one. This is, this is one we would, we would have talked about regardless of, of anything that was going on um, at 3 PM Saturday, Navy at army. And that's, at Army, that at is Army. being played at yeah. Michigan Stadium in West Point because of COVID concerns rather than the uh, the annual trip to Philadelphia. Uh, Army is favored by seven. Carla, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's t- Army's put together a pretty nice season, um, yeah. you know, considering everything. And um, and the atmosphere of this game is just not going to be anywhere close. Yeah. Um, to and, and that sucks, but, it, but it's the right decision, right? Um, it's going to be really weird for an Army-Navy game to be played without anybody in the, fan, in the stance. And that's mm-hmm. the way this game is going to be played. And, and so we're going to miss the pageantry and, and, and all those pieces of it. Navy's really struggled this year. Um, it's, it's just not been a great season. You know, everybody remembers the big game at the beginning of the year against BYU and how just like <clears throat> that was. And we all just kind of forgot about Navy, but and, Navy has and we, and we also remember that, that, that uh, the Army-BYU game got canceled, which is probably fortunate for Army. Yeah, um, I would agree. Um, but, I mean, so that first game happened and everyone was just like, yeah, Navy's not ready for the season. And we all just kind of forgot about Navy. Um, and, and, the, and the bad part about Navy this year is the fact they haven't done anything to make us remember them, hmm. if that makes sense. You know, like they just yeah. kind of fell out of the national spotlight in that game. Um, and they haven't done anything. You know, they're sitting there a sub-500 record. I'm a Navy girl. I have to say go Navy, beat Army. That's I, I would be ostracized from my family if I didn't say that. <laughs> Um, but it's going to be a, 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 a tough river to row for, for the midshipmen. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I should note for, for those of you listening that I'm wearing a, a camo army hat and the beat Navy. As you should. Shirt. Um, so, I'm, so clearly going to, we, you, you guys know where my pick is going to go. Um, the, the, the thing I, this is, it's, it's sort of like a, a, a cyclical thing. If you, um, because they're they're recruiting from the same pool generally, um, you know. Once in a while, one team will get a, a, a special talent. I don't remember the the the, the guy who had been playing quarterback for Navy uh, the past couple of years. I don't remember what his name is, but he was he he was one of those. Um, yeah. But they're they're generally con- they're, they're recruiting the same guys. Um, you know, the profile's similar. But so sometimes it just it just kind of comes down to the, the the cyclical cyclical nature of of experience. You know which team has it and which team does not. Army has it this year, uh, and and Navy not not so much. Um, I, I I will give credit, Navy credit for for playing a tougher schedule that comes from being in a conference. Um, you, you certainly can't compare compare like uh, Mercer and the Citadel. Uh, who are two army opponents this year um, and army army's an independent. So they, they've, they've had to cobble together whatever they can get um, versus like, you know, Memphis and, and, and SMU. Um, that's, that's uh, that the, the Navy clearly has the upper hand there. 
Um, even with that, though, I, I, I think this is a better Army team. Um, I, I, I referenced this before, a rivalry game like this, you, you, you never say never. Right. Um, but the experience uh, that Army has this year should translate, should translate to a yeah, win. Yeah, and, and, and the name you were looking for was Malcolm Perry. Um, yes, thank you. And, I, and Navy just has not found an offensive identity this season without him um that's just the, the point blank of the matter so it, it'll be an interesting game on on saturday go navy beat army um army but, beat navy. yeah yeah boys and girls you can hear the crappy show on apple podcasts spotify uh, googled all of the other stuff um you can watch this on youtube uh, and on the show's facebook page if you like us please subscribe rate and review if you don't Mind your own damn business. Um, be sure to come back next week uh, when we will not only see how wrong we were, um, but we'll see how many of these games actually got played. Um, <laughs> Carla, do you have? I, Carla, I have. I have final thoughts, but I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna give you first crack. Do you have any final thoughts? I have two quick final thoughts, um, okay. which is remarkable considering how many games we just covered in that brief amount of time. <laughs> um, what, what's left? I know, right? Um, but a really important game um, because we talked a little bit about some trophy games and we yes. forgot and we did not mention the best trophy of all, which is being awarded this weekend to the winner of Michigan State at Penn State. That is the, the land glorious grant. land grant trophy. Thank God 2020 yes. is going to give us land grant. Again, and we say this every year, if you have not seen a picture of the land grant trophy, go Google it. I'm, 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 putting, I'm, I'm dropping one in the video. So there's a reason why you have to watch. I'm okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip us over on YouTube and, and go check this out. It is the most glorious trophy in all of college football. It looks like you got it at your grandmother's yard sale. It's fabulous. Um, <laughs> the, Spar the Sparty defense is just really not that good this year. Um, and so I am, I am optimistic. I'm going to say a, a very hearty we are, and Penn State's going to get its third win of the season at home in Beaver Stadium over the, Spart over the Spartans and bring home the land-grant trophy. So that's that's – my my first thing um my second thing I, is, is i have that, i have no we are's but I, I i agree with your pick for the record thank you yes so you've been right you've been right more about penn state this year than i have so, so i appreciate <laughs> that um my second thing and i cannot believe i am saying this it is yes. tuesday december 8th yes. and i am going to look at you right now and say welcome to the 2020 season incarnate word <laughs> Yes, we have a team I that is them. playing. I saw them on the schedule. And I can't, game. Who, who are they playing? Yeah, they're playing Arkansas State. It's yes. their only game on the schedule this the, the, for the entire season. This is the, another one of those beautiful Southland Conference things. The Southland Conference's FCS opted not to play a season, but some teams picked up some random games with some Sun Belt opponents, mm -hmm. and so we have one on December twelfth. Of all things, and so Incarnate Word's schedule is one game um, playing Arkansas State. That game is on ESPN three, which means that you don't have to pay for it. So, right. highly recommend for at least a couple of minutes. Flip over to that. I know there's a lot of stuff happening at three o'clock Eastern on on Saturday. You got Army Navy. You got you know Michigan State, Penn State. All there's this, like there's lots of stuff going on yes. at three o'clock. But man, flip over and at least give a. a, a five minutes of your life to incarnate word okay. and <laughs> the fact that they're playing their first game. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. <laughs> That's I so have, 2020. It's it is. So 2020. It's perfect. It is perfect. That is, that is 2020 just in a nutshell right there. Um, at this, this also is 2020 in a nutshell. Um, ha, uh, my final things. Uh, first one, um, we hinted at this as we were doing a rundown. There is no Ohio State Michigan game. 
um, this year. Uh, this affects me on a couple levels. Number one is that it's just sort of the, uh, the broad level, which is this game that has been played every year since 1970, 1917, uh, including 1918, when it was ironically played during a pandemic. Um, it, it, that, that string has been uninterrupted. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's, it's that, that part is a bummer to me uh, that it's, it, it doesn't get, we, there, there's a break in this. Yeah. Um, it, rivalries like that make college football what it is. They, they make college football better than the NFL. Um, and, and it's, uh, so to, to, to have that interrupted, um, again, and everybody's school has, has a rival and everybody's school has rivalry games. This one is a pretty big deal. Urban always referred to it as the best rivalry in sport, all of sport. Um, and that's, you know, everyone has their opinions about whether or not that's the case, but that's that it, it sucks that it won't get played. That's, yeah. that's the, that's the, actually, that's the big thing. Um, the, the, the slightly less important thing, but still important thing, um, is that it leaves Ohio state with a, a five game schedule. And I'm actually not super concerned about that. I'm mostly just curious about how this is going to work. I think Ohio state's going to end up in, in, as the East representative in the big 10 title game. Uh, and I, I think that's gonna happen. Um, my preference would be that something works out that there's a sixth game this weekend to replace the Michigan game rather than, um, rather than the, 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 the athletic director is just voting to change the rules and saying, Ohio State can get there with five wins. Um, the, the previous qualification was you had to have six. Although I think that's probably the most likely scenario. Um, so a, a, a six game, it was looking like, uh, Purdue paused uh, early this afternoon. So, okay, we, we could have rematch with Indiana. I'd, I'd be all for that. Yeah. Um, Indiana just paused late today. So that's maybe not likely. Mm -hmm. um, Minnesota has paused. So, but they're like borderline. They could maybe play, but with a really depleted roster. So does maybe Ohio State steps in and plays Nebraska again. Um, I'm not sure how, how uh, enthusiastic the folks in Nebraska would be. Um, there are machinations that uh, Ohio State could, stuff could be rearranged and Ohio State would play Maryland, uh, which is a game that, that was uh, uh, canceled earlier in the season. That would be cool. I, and, yeah. I, and I actually think at this point, that would be my ideal. Um, Actually, no, my ideal would be, <laughs> and the Big Ten has already nixed the idea of going outside the conference, so this isn't happening. But my ideal would be, let's go play Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, how, how cool would that be? Um, but that's, that's uh, that, I think that is far-fetched. Do you, do you, what do you see happening with this? 
you know, is it, it's going to be, is it going to come down the athletic directors or is it, there's, is there going to be an actual six game that, that Ohio State gets, Ohio State gets to play this weekend? You know, it's Tuesday. And so the, it, it, we're I, getting yeah, late. We're just, these are wild. And, these are wild ass guesses, guys. <laughs> we have no yeah. idea. We have no idea. Theme, we have no theme idea. of the year. Um, I, I, I really wish that there would be an exception for Ohio State to play a team out of conference mm-hmm. for this game. Because I, again, I would, Playing Cincinnati seems really, really obvious to me. Yeah. Um, as I'm sure it seems to you too. There wouldn't mm-hmm. have to be any travel really involved. I mean, there buses for Cincinnati, right? Um, yeah. Or 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 Ohio State, however you wanted to work that out. Um, you know, I'd, I I'd, I'd go down there and play them. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I, I think the two teams could probably figure that out. It would be a, a fairly safe proposition, um, and it would get Ohio State a sixth game. Now, yeah, it's out of conference, but um, but it's against a top ten opponent. Mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. and i mean if all bets are off this year um what the heck i mean <laughs> yes. what the heck i would rather see ohio state play a team like that we were the three of us were, were talking over text about how cool it would be if we could figure out a way to get ohio state to play texas a&m this weekend um right. because texas a&m had its game called off um and so that would be an interesting matchup because then you would have it would essentially almost work function a as a play-in that's a plan. game that's a plan yeah mm-hmm. into the playoff and i love that idea um you know, I would love to see those two teams go at, go at it. And, you know, it, there are some options there that would be really, really intriguing. And, I mean, for the love of God, if BYU and Coastal can figure this out, the Big Ten can figure this out. You hope. Right? You would, one would like, hope. Like, that's uh, – make, make Ohio State play somebody this weekend, um, even if it's out of conference, and play their way into the Big Ten title game. That that would be that would be my hope and my request that get a win, get your sixth win, go play for a title. I, w- I would rather um, play play this weekend to get there instead of the the athletic directors voting to change the rules to to get Ohio State yeah. there. Um, I suspect that's the most likely option. The latter, although although I, I wanted to mention this really quickly. Um, Aiden, who is a, a friend, a seven-year-old friend of the show, uh, asked by his mother, Aiden, Aiden is probably the, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this, Carla, uh, you're, you're the third biggest Penn State fan that I know. <laughs> Aiden is the second biggest Penn State fan I know, second only to his mother. Uh, when she asked him this morning about uh, what would happen with the Ohio State-Michigan game, um, Aiden showed a clear understanding of the transitive properties of college football because he said Ohio State beat Michigan or Ohio State beat Penn State, Penn State beat Michigan. Therefore, Ohio State is going to beat Michigan. Um, he's ready for message boards. Let's go. He's ready for message boards. Uh, he's he's also setting himself up for a lifetime of disappointment. But uh, that aside, that aside. I, I asked his mother on on, uh, on a text message what he thought after the game was canceled, and he said, "Well, Michigan, Michigan quit. That it, it should be a win for Ohio State." So, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Ohio State is now six and zero, and we're ready to go to the title game. Period. Aiden said so. <laughs> okay. There's some um, people in Indiana who might quibble with you they about might, that. They might, they might, but but. And that's uh, what I and that's what Aiden, I hate about this whole situation, is that is is Indiana, mm-hmm. 
because they've put together a dream season. And that's why I don't want the athletic directors to change the rules. I I love your fandom. I love, you know, yes, no, I, the rules were six games. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, um, I appreciate Aiden's sentiment and, and I appreciate the fact that, that, that he listens, he, he watches every single show, uh, (laughs) uh, with his mom. Hi Kelly. Um, hi Kelly. (laughs) We follow each other on Twitter too. It's all good. Hi Kelly. (laughs) But, but I, 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 I want to play. That's, that's how it should be. And man, I was really hoping get to play Indiana again and, and just kind of put everything to rest. But, um, so by, by the time you guys are listening to this, I, I, I'm, I am almost 100% sure that this question will be resolved. Uh, and and, and this, the discussion we're having, however entertaining it is, will be academic. Um, Which is appropriate because it's finals week. <laughs> because it's finals week and it's 2020 and, and it's just everything. We have no idea. We have no idea. Um, my final, final thing. Hang on. I'm taking off my army camo hat. For the benefit of the people who are listening and not watching, <laughs> and placing a Columbus Crew hat on my head. Boo! Boo! Uh, Carla, the MLS Cup, the final, will be played in Maffrey Stadium, the original, the first soccer specific stadium in the United States uh, between the Columbus Crew and uh, the Seattle Sounders. Who you got? I got to pick, I, I, I got to go Columbus, right? Because they knocked out my Nashville SC. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yes, that's the thing I just said. Um, it's, it's the only Nashville team that I have adopted is Nashville mm-hmm. SC um, mm-hmm. because all the rest of my Pittsburgh fandoms directly conflict with, with any pot- potential fandom here in Nashville. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. I mean, I mean, I, I sometimes root for the Preds depends on who they're, who's on their roster sure. at the time. Um, sure. Uh, because Western conference, Eastern conference is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but pens are my team. Um, and we gave Columbus a run for their money. Hell um, yes, you did. And it was a damn good game. Um, and uh, Columbus did what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they just finally, the, the conditioning and, and the overall status of, of the program um, came through in extra time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and you won the game. And as soon as that first goal was scored, I was like, yeah, we're done. And that's, ex- and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that expected out of an expansion team. It wasn't expected to get reached that far. It was a heck of a season, um, for Nashville, but yeah, I'm going to say, um, Columbus go finish this off for, for, for those of us that, that lost east. to you for the East, for the East when we weren't even in the East, that's the fun part. Like, that like we ended know, up in the east after all the covid this. stuff it's great yeah okay but you can still for this year for this year i hope we stay in the east i hope we stay in the east but we're not that I makes think. sense though it, should, it does make it, sense it, it totally be. makes sense i uh, put us in the east okay okay it is done i i have i have decreed to, it i have decreed that this will happen my final 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 thing before we're done uh my partner in this in this episode we're in the ninth 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 year ninth year Ninth year. Ninth year. You started this when we were 31. I did. Yeah. Um, in, in, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this show, Carla will be entering her, 40, her 40th, her 40th decade, her fourth decade. <laughs> Carla will be entering her 40th decade, which makes her like, really three, 300 years. <laughs> Carla's been, Carly turns 40 this week. I do. Um, and and um, I, I I could not let 
this go uh, without mentioning the fact and, and, uh, and wishing her a happy birthday. Um, we get to do a little Zoom thing. Hey, a, a, a Zoom conversation with Carla, huh? I know, that's, right? So unique. Um, but we get to do that tomorrow. Her birthday, your birthday actually is on Thursday. My birthday is on Thursday, yes. Your birthday is on Thursday. Okay. Uh, she will be um, recording uh, 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 music that will hit the Billboard Top 100 uh, before the end of the year on Thursday. So we're, <laughs> we're doing the, the, the party tomorrow. Tomorrow night, um, yeah. But, uh, but um, so as you're watching college football Friday, Saturday, um, think of Carla. Send her a tweet. Say happy birthday. Do, <laughs> do, do all that stuff. Um, 40s, 40s, a big deal. 40s, fun. Uh, Carla, uh, 40, I, I, uh, 40s, the the was the most fun decade I've had so far. 50s, okay. 50s are a lot of fun too, but you need more naps. So, <laughs> I, I it, it sort of balances out. But but the 40s were awesome. So you're you're going to have a blast. Um, I I, I, oh, I I'm I'm happy to have been doing this for uh, with you for so long. Um, yeah. my 30s are pretty awesome like I'm not gonna lie like my 20s were were fine but my 30s like you know I, I had like the, I had the midlife crisis 10 years ahead of it when everybody else does I packed up my life in <laughs> Pittsburgh and moved to Nashville and turned 30 and then you know kind of picked up my life down here and yes. in a completely different you know and, and, my and it seemed to work out pretty well my 30s have been fabulous I've now lived in Nashville longer than I lived in Pittsburgh if you can believe that um I know isn't that crazy um because I moved to Pittsburgh in 1999, and I moved to Nashville in 2010, and so yeah, now I've officially okay. reached, I'm, I'm officially past um, okay. where I was, so, which okay. is crazy. Um, is but crazy. yeah, my 30s were awesome, but I'm, I guess I'm looking forward to my 40s. It still feels like a big number, but you know, the whole it's my not. watching all my friends it's go not. through this whole 40 and quarantine thing because um, we're all missing out on our parties, right? You know, like my entire high school class, I keep watching yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all yeah. the Zoom parties and the drive-through parties and like all that kind of stuff, what people were trying to do during quarantine and, and, and the pandemic. And um, it's definitely a birthday I won't forget, that's for sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, guys, guys, I will, I will reverse the order that I usually do this one because I, I usually thank you last, but uh, this time I'm going to thank you now. Thank you for watching us. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for going through an entire like every single football game that's going to be played this weekend <laughs> may um, or may not be played this weekend <laughs> may or may not be played yeah none of them i mean we could end up with you know end up watching mercer and citadel if I don't, I don't know that they're actually playing this weekend um but carla i will thank you and wish you a happy birthday i will thank do you. that last cheers everybody um cheers. please join us carla i hope I, I hope you join us next week <laughs> i now hope that, so too now that you're you know we, we can go we can tape earlier if you're tired just let okay. me know. Okay. I, I'll do that. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> I'm an old woman now. <laughs> Thank you for watching everybody. We will talk to you again next week.